something you set for this week's action in Northern Colorado Preps. This is Preps Midweek on 1310 KFKA. Here's Clark Johnson. Good Wednesday afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Preps Midweek brought to you by Quality Well and Pump. Uh, welcome on this Wednesday. I'm Clark Johnson. As we kick off the uh, block party here on 1310 KFK, it is a uh, small, shortened version of the block party. Nerd show coming up next. Rockies baseball coming up here uh, after 6 o'clock. So uh, Rockies uh, on the road tonight in Arizona. Uh, the worst road team in the history of baseball. Not probably in the history. They've cl- they got to be close. Um, but right there, a couple, few days ago, they were the, they had the best home record. How do you get that? Uh, Rockies are, uh, boy, they're hard to figure out this year. But uh, they'll be on the air tonight, so uh, stick around for that, no doubt about it. But uh, we've got an hour of prep sports for you here. Um, I was uh, lucky enough today at the expense of uh, Tanner Schwint, who uh, is our great host of the no- of NOCO Now, our 9 to 11 show every single day here on KFK weekdays at least. And uh, award-winning NOCO now won the award for uh, number one talk show in a, a major market uh, this year, Tanner Schwint. So very proud for him and for the show. I got to fill in for Tanner today. He was uh, under the weather. So he, he went halfway. He went... Uh, he got to the middle of the fifth inning, and they said, you're done, kid. Go to the showers. And and so uh, he jumped out. I jumped in and uh, had a fun time. We were able to talk to Logan Mosier. Logan came. Logan is a, was an outgoing senior at uh, Eaton High School, pitcher for the Eaton Reds baseball team, who are going to continue to be the Eaton Reds, I found out, even though our, our wonderful uh, uh, Governor Jared Polis says, hey, we're going to take out all those uh, all those uh, screaming memes, all those teams that have Indians or or uh, savages or whoever you are. We're going we're to take you all away because everything bugs us in this world. So uh, let's get all, all personally bent out of shape on all that stuff. But uh, talk to Steve Longwell. He's going to be uh, – I talked to Steve this morning. I talked to uh, – actually, Logan Mosier was in studio with me uh, this morning for half an hour. So we're going to play that back for you. We got Longwell. We got Bruce Dick coming on talking about uh, – uh, what he's doing with the Fort Collins Lampkins. He'll be the new head coach at Fort Collins, of course, and is a great uh, a great teacher of basketball. And uh, we'll talk to uh, Bruce as well on this program. So um, before we get to the first installment of the Logan Mosier interview, we want to thank Quality Well and Pump, our great sponsor on the program. For anything you need that has to do with water, uh, Quality Well and Pump certainly the place to go. 353-3118. Give Skip and Christy and the whole gang out there a call. They'll knock it out of the park for you, uh, serving northern Colorado out here, and uh, just huge. Look for the big red Q. You can see it anywhere. It is quality, well, and pump. Uh, all right. Uh, Logan Mosier, senior, outgoing senior at uh, at Eaton High School. Um, he is my pick for 3A player of the year. He was the best pitcher in the state. Um, no no uh, disregard to Ryan Yur, his uh, fellow teammate, who was right there, too. I mean, uh, Ryan's unbelievable. He's headed to Oklahoma State. Uh, Logan's headed to um, U-Mary out in uh, University of Mary out in uh, Bismarck, North Dakota, with a couple of great uh, uh, players that played. Uh, one, Bryce Leifgren, who played and graduated last year at Eaton High School, and Zach Cook, who is a uh, the Resurrection Christian center fielder and pitcher this year, all going to U-Mary. So their coach came down and made a coup. And uh, so great stuff right there. But uh, I'm looking at Logan's numbers for the year. He was outstanding. Never lost a game as a Red. Um, and his numbers dwarfed everybody else's. Um, we did talk about the other kid who came into the state tournament from Lutheran, Saxton uh, Sorensen. 
who uh, had not let up a run going into the uh, state tournament from Lutheran and uh, uh, didn't pitch much in the state tournament because he was injured, I guess. But uh, And you never know what you, you, what you do is you find out really who's the cream of the crop when you get to the state tournament. And I'll tell you what, Holden, hold Logan Mosier high because he was the best player in the tournament. There's no doubt about it. I know he didn't, uh, you know, hitting for him. I know Ryan Ewer is a great hitter. I get all that. But, uh, oh, boy, um, Logan was unbeatable on the hill this year. So incredibly great stuff. And we caught up with him this morning. He came in studio. And here's uh, the first look at that first installment of the Logan Mosier interview. Logan, how are you this morning, man? I'm doing good, Clay. How are you? Right on. Um, don't be afraid of that mic; it won't uh, it won't yeah. bite you. Hey, um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about this season. This is a senior year. Did you have any clue um, two years ago, three years ago, that you would have been in the spot you were in this year? Because you were. I don't think nobody can argue. I think you were the number one pitcher in the state this year at the three A level. Uh, yeah, two or three years ago, probably not. You know, I would have never expected to be here. I'd talk to people about that all the time. You know, would you think you'd be here? And no. Yeah, I mean, you, you you're you're on the improvement track that's rolling right now. And I know you're getting ready to go to U Mary up in Bismarck, North Dakota. Uh, Bryce Leafgren's going to be your roommate. If you guys remember last year, well, it would have been last year, 2019. Bryce was a big part of the Reds. His senior year last year, we didn't play. Um, so Bryce is going to join Logan as roommates, and uh, Zach Cook, Cookie Monster, is going to go up there with you guys, too. So that's a pretty good pick. Um, my guess is you were the first one in that group that was looked at by you, Mary, and the coach then started looking at other players in the area. Does that sound like that was the case? Yeah, it was actually me and Zach together. It was, okay. The same team, so yeah, he was just looking at us. Pretty together. cool stuff. Pretty cool stuff right there. Um one of the best center fielders in the league. This this Patriot League this year, and we'll talk about the red season coming up. Uh, just so everybody knows, no code now coming in from the Auto Collision Specialist Studios here. Ryan, my guy, is back there behind the box. So is Angel. So uh, we got two producers in here today to make sure I don't uh, drive this into the ditch. But uh, um, we'll talk about the red season and all that stuff coming up. I think we're going to get Steve Longwell on second half of the hour. Talk about the success at Eaton. Also, the name change. You know, you're leaving. And in 11 months, they'll no, they'll, you'll no longer be a red. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to change. The, uh, Governor Polis has uh, stuck his big mitts in there and said, hey, we're going to finally make this change. And you can't be a red or a savage or a, a who knows. Maybe the birds at some point, eagles, are going to say, hey, you can't use our, our name either. But um, you're the last class of the reds. Maybe. Um, maybe they get one more season in. I don't know. But uh, mm-hmm. how weird is that to, to when you start to think about your, your alma mater, Eaton, it's no longer going to be the reds. I mean, that's kind of weird. Yeah, it's been eating reds ever since I was younger. It just feels weird not to be an eating red. But no doubt about it. Um, I was going to go to uh, just talking about Patriot League things that jump into my head. And Logan played in the uh, Patriot versus Metro All-Star game yesterday. We'll talk about that here in a second. But the center fielders in this league were ridiculously good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think of Zach Cook right away. I think of Nojo, Nolan Johnson at university. Think of Jaden Stone. Stoney was great in center field for you guys yeah, this year. Yeah. It was just a weird year where, and especially defensively, um, how big is that for you mentally as a pitcher when your defense is is absolutely crazy good? And you guys were. The Reds almost one error per game, which is crazy good for a, for a high school team. Um, it's got to be a great feeling to be on the mound and know you don't have to do it all yourself. Yeah, um, me and Todd Hernandez, the head coach, were talking about it. Every time a pop fly would go up to... Jaden, um, I just would turn back and start walking towards the dugout, get ready to hit. Absolutely. You know, it's nice to have that defense back there. And 
infield was crazy this year for us too. No I mean, kidding. And talk it. We'll we'll get there in a second. Um, how about Jaden laying out oh in left God. center on that in that uh, what, that unbelievable uh, catch that he made? He made everything look easy. That one couldn't be easy. He had to go, you know, nuts out to get there and make the play. But uh, I'll tell you. Uh, it, it, this Reds defense was tough, and you talk about it. Look at the up the middle. I mean, first of all, Ryder True would have been back behind the dish this year if he didn't blow his knee out. Mm-hmm. But you get Brogan Barr, a junior that steps up, does a great job. You get a freshman in Gunnar Duncan jumping up and doing his job back behind the dish. Did you? Was there one guy you were more uh, comfortable with when you were pitching one receiver this year? That was. It seemed to me that Gunnar caught you a bunch. Yeah, I uh, actually asked for Gunnar. You did. Me. Yeah, he did. A so freshman good this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he stepped up and uh, he showed great. You know, and t- like ready to. You know, catch and do his job and stuff like that. So yeah, he was great this year. Yeah, pretty pretty cool. And three, you know, you're one of the three seniors on the team. Cole Shoemaker, really big going up the middle. And I started talking catching. Then we know the staff: you, Ryan, your uh, Tate Smith, and then of course you've got uh, uh, Jared, uh, rather, uh, 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 come uh, come on, uh, lefty thirty three. Jared McCormick. Jared McCormick. Yeah, I was right. I was on the right. And uh, Mitch Haythorn. Mm-hmm. Um, those guys are all coming back. Haythorn and and uh, and McCormick will come back next year. Um, Ryan's out, you're out, and Cole Shoemaker. The three seniors are gone. But boy, this is a look at who they've got back. I mean, Ben Richter can play left field again. You get Jaden Stone back in center. Ryder's going to go back behind the dish probably. Dirk Duncan, who had an unbelievable year mm-hmm. um, and was really, really, I thought timely hitting. He was as good as anybody. Yeah, he came in clutch this year. He sure clutches the word for Dirk Duncan, no doubt. He'll be back at third, I assume. Walker Martin. Best shortstop in the in the in the Patriot League had a little tough go at the end with a couple mm-hmm. with a couple of yeah. as we got to to almost hoisting the gold ball he had a tough one in that last game but he was fantastic as a sophomore fantastic all year and such a great hitter too um, and then you get Jared McCormick who can play first base and pitch um, this team is this there's a lot of parts coming back on this yeah and Tate Smith and Tate can't forget pitch, Tater Tot yeah. you absolutely can't forget him um, he'll be huge on the hill and. Where does Tate? If Tate's going to play in the field, where does he? Does he? Is he a first baseman? Yeah, I think he played first yeah. or right. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. so. And then, so I tell you what, I mean, Reds will be the team to beat next year at the three uh, A level. They'll be the uh, the number one team in the preseason poll, guarantee that. And uh, it, that's not a fluke. I knew when it came out this year, and UH was number one. Uh, I, no, I, in fact, in fact, that you, they weren't. Eaton came out number one in the first poll, and I said yes. I said they got it right. They didn't just put in Casey's team after two back-to-back titles. That's tough to go against the university when they've won two in a row. But uh, boy, knew the Reds had it uh, from the get-go this year. Um, let's talk about uh, uh, what you did yesterday: Patriot League versus Metro. Um, that is a uh, that's that's the matchup. Every single season we get to the Final Four, it's usually Patriot League versus uh, versus the Metro. And uh, you guys had an All Star game yesterday at, down at in Aurora. Mm-hmm. And so, what did that look like? Who on your team would I have known? I think you told me uh, Cook was there. Is that Cook? Alex Martinez from University. Great catcher, too. Yeah, Alex. Terrific. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Ty from Valley. Ty Stotts, you bet. Yeah, I think that's the only ones. Is that right? Yeah. Is there anything in your blood? I mean, you love to play UH. You love to play rivals and things like that. When you play a Metro team, 
Is that more for the announcers to argue about than it is the players? Or is there something you want to say, hey, we're, we're from the best conference? And quite frankly, those two, the Metro and the Patriot, are so far away the best conferences mm-hmm. uh, in the state at the 3A level. It's, it's, every year it's that way. Um, did that mean something to you? You guys went down there and beat them, what, 7-5 yesterday? Yeah, it was fun because I know a couple guys from Lutheran, too. You do? Fun. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it was fun to, you know, talk trash and, you know, still was hard, Was Sorensen at the plan or not? Saxton Sorensen or not? Saxton pitched, yeah. Did he? So, yeah. so, yeah, this is funny, and I'm going to cut you off here because I don't. he wasn't well for the – he wasn't 100% for mm-hmm. the tournament. Um, he had only – in the first three games of the state tournament, this is a guy that didn't wasn't scored on the whole year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a zero ERA coming in. And he only pitched three innings in the first three games, and I thought, something's up. He's not completely healthy. And in talking to a few of the parents from from uh, Lutheran, they said, oh, we can't talk about that. Well, that's all you need to know. He wasn't. But uh, he did pitch in that last game, and I thought he threw pretty well. But I think we would have seen him start games if he was 100%. Um, I, I think they said he had a shoulder issue, but... Uh, um, Anyways, um, he did throw down there. He in the uh, All Star game, he saw him pitch. How did he do? Yeah, he pitched two innings. He did good. Is that right? He did really good. Yeah. How was it hitting against him? I struck out twice. So Is that right? Really good. See, I, I think numbers wise, you and and Saxton Sorensen probably the best two pitchers in the, in the state this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's um, really and I'm not taking anything away from Ryan. Ryan's a left hander. He throws in the 90s. Um, obviously, he's a D one. Uh, he's going to Oklahoma State. So. But that's what you hear about. When you hear other coaches this year, every, from Ryan as a sophomore, he drove in 50 runs as a sophomore. He wasn't beaten on the hill. Um, that's why everybody was talking about him. I think you snuck in under the radar to begin. Not at the end, but I think beginning of the season, everybody thought, okay, Ryan, here's the one. Mosier's going to be the two. Mosier or Smith are going to be the two in there. Um, you, you, you easily had the best numbers of any Reds pitcher out there this, this year. And as I said, better numbers than anybody in the state. Maybe on paper, Sorensen was that good. But you got to give it to you. You guys won the title, and you were on the hill uh, for that championship. But uh, um, fun to play in an all-star tournament after that. I mean, any nervousness in a game like that, or are you just going and having fun? Yeah, I mean, we were going and having fun. You're still trying to compete. You want that bragging right to, I won, you know, I beat you. But, yeah, it was still fun to go out with those guys, and especially different teams, different players and stuff. It was fun to play with them and see how they do. Very cool. You can stick around for another 15 minutes? Yeah. All right, there is Logan Mosier, first half of our interview this morning on NOCO Now uh, when I was filling in for Tanner Schwint. So uh, that's cool. It's uh, fun to talk to Logan. And, and his, the greatest thing is he's a, he's a phenomenal pitcher, a phenomenal baseball player and athlete, but uh, even a better individual. So uh, very, very cool stuff. Uh, Scott and Robin, you did you did a fantastic, fantastic job with this kiddo. So I uh, can't wait to see what he does going to you, Mary. But second half of the Logan, inter- in, uh, Logan uh, Mosier interview coming up here on Prep midweek. We want to thank Tatanka Grill, of course, and Martinez Roofing, great sponsors on the program as well. We'll come back in a moment. Continue with our preps midweek. It's all brought to you by Quality Well and Pump. We're back in a moment from the Auto Collision Specialist Studios here at uh, Northern Colorado's Voice, 1310 KFK. Of the whole sports story in Northern Colorado, the state and the country. 
Tune into the Hall Show, weekdays noon to 2 and 1310 KFKA. Collision Specialist Studios. Clark Johnson, Ryan Kelly is our producer. Like it, man. We're getting hot on that Boston song. Woo! Love that stuff. That gets us rocking and rolling. Uh, part two of our Logan Mosier interview coming up here for you. Uh, just a reminder, we're looking at summer baseball to uh, broadcast some summer games coming up, whether it's Gojo's. If they stick kind of near town here. They were in Cheyenne last weekend. But uh, also talk to Todd Hernandez. We're going to cover some Reds, Eaton Reds uh, uh, summer bas- baseball this year. So uh, that coming here in the next three to four weeks, we'll have all that for you so good stuff coming up uh, baseball continues kind of the after party uh, for baseball the summer group coming up here all right uh, let's uh, get back to it we're talking to logan Mosier, uh the guy i think should be 3a player of the year we'll see what chassa decides but uh, uh certainly first team all state or no question about it but uh, caught up with logan this morning here's part two of that interview Logan Mosier, senior, uh, outgoing senior, on his way to uh, UMary in uh, Bismarck, North Dakota, uh, to do some pitching up there. And actually, go to, you got to go to class, too, though, right? Yeah, sometimes. You saw, <laughs> that's what, your dad loves that, I'm sure. Yeah. So, yeah, now you, um, I'm sure Scott and Robin, your mom and dad, are, are at home. I think that your parents got more nervous than you did when you're, when you're on the mound. And I could say that, too. When my son would pitch, I would be way more nervous than I ever was with a ball in my hand. But uh, how is that for you? Nerves for you when you're out there on a ba- especially shoot going right to the state tournament? I mean, butterflies before the game, or and how long till you're just throwing and you're going? Okay, uh, this is just another game. Yeah, a little bit before the first, especially when I get in the bullpen on big games too. You know, you get those butterflies and you get pretty nervous. But about second inning, I was pretty calmed down. Especially the sure. bottom of the seventh, I was actually, believe it or not, pretty. Pretty calm. Uh, is that nervous. right? Yeah. yeah, was, yeah you looked like you were in control. Like there was nothing yeah. that was going to stop you in that in that championship game. Um, the one that was weird, and you just said the key word, bullpen. That's a whole different story than knowing you're going to start, getting time to warm up, getting that in your head. You're going to face the first hitter. It's all going to be on you mm-hmm. and your defense, but it's going to be on you. You come in for somebody. Remember the brush game? Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was. It, it, we talked about the Reds and their defense. The Reds' defense fell apart in that in that half inning against Brush. You guys go behind in a regional game where if you lose, you're done. Tell me how I was thinking right there because I'm picking you guys to go all the way, win this thing, and I'm thinking, my goodness gracious, they could be out in the regional here. Uh, but you come in the seventh inning and close them down. Um, nerves at you, what I saw when you came in in the sixth is you were just. You were you were throwing high in the zone a little bit. I just thought you're so pumped up, and then I've not seen until you leaped after the championship win. I've not seen anybody that was a vertical leap, my friend. When you guys beat Brush, yeah. that was great just to get out of there alive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I'll never forget that Brush game, especially how close it was. Plus so. for you, it was kind of a it yeah. was it was a, a mixed bag. It was, I mean in that sixth scary. inning. It maybe I, I can't remember how the runners got on, but that that play that probably gets you out tied and you go to first base and overthrow it, that's got to be something where you're going, okay, that that can't be my swan song for Eaton. That can't be the way I'm going out. I mean, huge for you guys to come back, get that win there in 
what is the toughest thing? That's that regional game. You lose, and you get against a, a great pitcher. It happened to University in 2017, I think. Yeah, before they started winning, Faith Christian came down and beat them at UH. Uh, they had one fantastic pitcher, and he beat them that day. Um, and, and regionals is one and done. Do you, would you rather be in a one-and-done tournament where you're eliminated, or do you kind of like that, uh, that double elimination? gives you a little bit of breathing room. I don't know. This year, I would have rather had that one and done. You know, we wouldn't have had to play so many games mm. and use up so many pitchers. You didn't need the other. You didn't yeah, need double, that other. Yeah, one. that double elimination does help, though. You know, it kind of relieves a lot of stress, especially that last game. You know, you know, if we did for some reason screw up, we had that extra game. We could, you know, come back and play harder or something like that. So. What about the night before a big game when you know you're going to throw or? the day of, and you got to be in school. I remember, and I was not anywhere close to as good as you were uh, when I was playing 100 years ago, but still, on game day, Logan, I would be all like, okay, I'm not sure I hear the teacher. Yeah. I know you're saying something, but I'm thinking about my game tonight. You know, I was a basketball, baseball player till till I was a junior, but mostly for me it was basketball. But just knowing I was going to play that night, it was, one, hard for me to get studying during the day but what about nerves the night always sleep well the night before or is that a toss and turner um sometimes mostly it's just you're staring up at a ceiling (laughs) what hitters you got to throw to tomorrow and stuff like that so yeah it's pretty nervous the night before but like you said in school you're just kind of staring off you about about baseball um you just brought something up right there talking about knowing other hitters um, that's such a big part of pitching, and I, I'm, I'm sure that has to do with your catcher, too. Mm-hmm. It's both of your jobs to, if, especially if you're seeing a team for the first time, you've not seen them. First time through the order, you're kind of trying to figure out where their weak spots are, right? Yeah, I mean, so we did that pitching chart this year as well. So it was a little bit harder for Ryan because, you know, he's facing this team for the first time. Sure, of course. But then we got all of what Ryan threw to each batter. So that's what it made it a lot easier for me the next day as well. Didn't so, think yeah. about that. So that's, boy, that that's a big plus to give Ryan because he at least yeah. opened the door for all of that. But uh, um, whether that made it easier for you, the numbers that you put up this year are crazy, crazy good. Um, not, not walking, walking guys, not an issue for you. Walks versus strikeouts this year. Is that always been you know, growing up when you threw always kind of around the plate? When I was younger, no. Was Not so much. Throw as hard as you can so, and let it go. No, but, that's that's exactly right. Yeah, mm-hmm. when I started getting old, I realized you know control was kind of a big part of this. So, um, yeah, I kind of got it down and stayed around the, the strike zone. Pretty All much. right, so when are you jumping out? When are you going to UMass? I think you said September 4th? September 4th, yeah. And when you were there, how many times have you been to the campus? Uh, two or three. I think it was two. But I asked you, I said, what's the situation, living arrangements up there? Yeah. And, I mean, are you in a co-ed dorm? Or are you in an athletic dorm? And you said, you don't, you know, when you were there, it was COVID, so you're not really sure what you'll get. But uh, um, that's going to be fun. What 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 kind of sold you on you, Mary? Uh, the coaches and, you know, I had two other guys that I've known forever. You know, sure. And they're gonna Who decided first? Did, did Zach decide first? Did you decide first? Did you guys get together and... And have a party and say, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna do this." But wh- how did that work? So me and Zach have we went up there the first two times, you know, and uh, we were talking about it a lot, and we would sit down and you know write stuff on pieces of paper, pros and cons. Sure. And but I did end up deciding first that I wanted to go, and then I think it was two months later, Zach was like, "Yeah, let's do it." Boy, fantastic, man! That is uh, that's just a it's a, a Northern Colorado killing uh, for you, Mary. So that's cool. Mm. 
So you got to promise me this. Uh, end of your first year, I probably don't want to bug you in the middle of the year, but when your first year up at UMary is over, let's talk. Let's let's talk about how that transition was for you getting to college baseball, right? Yeah, for sure. What do you expect to be different when you get up there? I mean, my guess is that's a level. It's just the next level where every hitter you face mm-hmm. is going to be crazy good. Yeah, I mean, it won't be as hard, I don't think, as D1, but, you know, there's still really sure. good hitters. sure. So, um, yeah, you just got to prepare for that. Bigger guys, too. Yeah, well, no doubt you know, <laughs> yeah. no doubt about that. Yeah. Um, do you think you'll ever hit again? Uh, maybe once or twice. <laughs> That's right. I don't think I'm going out there to hit. So. No, they're not. They Believe me, they're not bringing. And I'm not knocking you. Look at the, no, look right. at the, I mean, you had a great year at the plate, too. I mean, you swung the bat. I'll never forget the fact that you got to third base on a triple. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that's uh, something I never did in my life. I couldn't get past second base. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, great season for you as far as that goes. And, and uh, getting on to uh, to you, Mary, you just said um, about this school, it's a four-year school. Mm-hmm. Prospects that uh, is the door open is all I'm asking, that if you get a couple years in, and let's say you continue to climb like you are. At some point, it's got to flatten out a little bit. But your, your rise has been, I think, kind of meteoric. It's, you've, you've, you've really improved a ton uh, the, last, uh, the last couple of years. If that continues at the college level, could you be thinking maybe after a couple of years, if there's interest from a D1 school, that you might transfer? Yeah, I think so after a couple of years, you know. Um... It's, there's a lot of deciding factors on that. Boy, that's but, a fa- you're exactly right. You yeah. get to that point, and it's, there's a million variables, and and mm-hmm. and you're. I know that you're big in family too. So your mom and dad, your family, they're they're going to go into to decision making. I know it's your decision eventually at the end, but uh, you got to take into consideration what they're thinking too, right? Yeah. After a few years, you know, it's family and situation, God. So Absolutely. Man, I love all that stuff. No doubt about it. Logan, want to thank you for jumping on with us. Uh, you folks want to hear this again, this interview again. Tune in today between 4 and 5 o'clock. We're going to play this one back. Um, we're going to try to get, uh, we'll try to get uh, Cole Shoemaker on. Um, do you know where Cole is right now? Did I hear Alabama? He's in Alabama. Yeah. He's, he's, he, he's, not, he's on vacation. Yeah. So what's his deal? Is he a is he a hunter? Is he a... He's a fisher. He's a fisherman. So fish. he's an outdoor... Are you an outdoor guy? I am. You are. What, in what means? You're a hunter and fisher. Mm-hmm. So that means your dad's got to be a hunter too, right? Yep. Big time. Wow. How about that? Everybody in the world in here is a hunter, and I don't kill anything. <laughs> the only, and I don't have, I don't, I've never fired a gun either. So, oh, yeah, yeah that'll, that ought to get a letter or two. I've only fired employees before. I've never fired... I've never fired a gun, so I and I need to do that. Maybe I'm just going to go outside one night and shoot it up into the sky. Don't know what that'll look like, but uh, um, so hunter, fisherman, um, all that good stuff. And you're going to an area where my guess is I've not been to North Dakota, but they got to have streams and all sorts of places to go. Does Missouri that, River is that right? What is it? Missouri River. Oh, Missouri River. There you go. Boom. A lot of fishing. What about Zach and and Bryce? Would they join you in outdoorsmanship, or are they more indoorsy? Bryce is a hunter and a fisher as well. Okay. Zach tries to fish. Uh, that, good. I love Zach Cook. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, try to fish. That's what I do. Yep. Yep. I, I, the only reason I go fishing is to have the cold one in my right hand, but um, that's, uh, that's good stuff. Um, thank you, man, so much for coming down, being with us today. Um, remember this. Uh, senior year because you're going to go someday you're going to go wow that was fast that kind of was like a blink of the eye going through but uh, congratulations on the state championship and uh, good luck going forward at you Mary and we will catch up with you down the road okay absolutely thank you 
All right, there's uh, Logan Mosher. What a good kid, man. What a great individual. That's the coolest thing, but what a great pitcher. Holy cow. Uh, you Mary's got it uh, in spades coming up. So uh, thank you to Logan for jumping on with us. Um, I'm hoping in the next week or so we see him as a three-year player of the year. But um, it's going to be a red, I'm telling you, and they're still called the Reds. That's good stuff. Uh, we'll come back in a moment. Uh, second half of the program, talk to Bruce Dick and to Steve Longwell. So hang around with us. The Preps Midweek brought to you by Quality Well and pump right here on Northern Colorado's Voice, 1310 KFK. What's happening in your own backyard? Listen to No Code Now with Tanner Schwint on Northern Colorado's Voice, 1310 KFKA. Welcome back to the program, Preps Midweek, on this so Wednesday. Ryan's dialing it up today. Got a little Boston, got a little Kansas going. Yeah, love it. Uh, Preps Midweek brought to you, of course, by Quality Well and Pump, our great sponsor on the program for, I think we're going on five years now with them. I mean, uh, Quality Well and Pump, great stuff. 353-3118, anything you need. It has to do with water, Quality Well and Pump is your answer, folks. Uh, they've been great. They got you uh, uh, bookended on Highway 85 in uh, Alt in LaSalle, so they'll simply take care of you. All you need at Quality Well and Pump 353-3118. Thank you to Christy, Skip, the whole gang out there. Uh, great, great stuff. All right. Uh, we caught up with uh, Bruce Dick today and talked to who will be the uh, new head basketball coach at Fort Collins High School. Um, I had a great year broadcasting with Bruce. He uh, was uh, uh, my uh, sidekick for uh, both basketball and baseball this year. It was a ton of fun to uh, catch up with a future Hall of Famer. Here's the interview with Bruce Dick. Bruce, how are you this morning? I'm good, Clark, man, and, and Logan Mosier. It was so fun covering him this year, and uh, what a great kid. Boy, there is no doubt about that. Um, let's go there first. Ryan, usually you get the, the player of the year coming from the winning team. It's not always the case, but uh, um, I think it sure will be this year. I think they've got, really, I think they've got three kids to choose from. I think, Ryan, you're, you put in that mix. I think you put Logan Mosier in that mix. You might even put Walker Martin, the sophomore, in the mix for what he did. But do they go to, to Ryan, you because of his bat, too? Or am I crazy that I think... I think Logan Mosier's got a chance to win this 3A player of the year. Well, I think they all have a chance to win it. I, I think we probably eliminate Walker just based on, you know, history that they don't go with the sophomore, sophomore that yeah. many, yep. many times, but uh, his day, I think, will come. That's for sure. Uh, Ryan obviously did it with uh, both, you know, at the bat and at the plate. Uh, Logan had a, a better year pitching-wise and has never lost like Ryan, so you know, I, I'm I'm kind of that uh, coach that would go co MVPs on this one sure, probably, sure. but uh, you know I think Logan certainly deserves. 
Uh, we're talking with Bruce Dick, uh, new head basketball coach at uh, at Fort Collins High School, and of course, ten years at Res, athletic director and uh, basketball coach there. Talk about the Lampkins and what you're doing now with your new team, Bruce. When last I met, I left you, and boy, I want to thank you first of all before we go there. Thanks for just teaming up with me this year, uh, being my sidekick for both the basketball broadcast and baseball as well. Really had a great time with you. Well, I had a blast doing it, and as I told you, you know that's what I kind of wanted to do when I grew up. Sure. So. You know, hopefully not done with any of that. Now, doors always, <laughs> always open for you. We're going to put a mic on you during Fort Collins games. I'm, I'm, I'm up for that. <laughs> I, I never say anything that can't be heard, no. so it's okay. <laughs> completely, completely believe that. So um, what's going on with the Lampkins, and what will happen over the summer between now and, I mean, we don't really get to true basketball season until December uh, when practice kind of gets going, if if uh, everything runs as it, as it should. Um, but between now and then, are you still still going to see the team from time to time what's that look like yeah i will see him from time to time uh we we just kind of finished them in the month of june going uh three open gyms a week and and we've kind of cut it back to one or whenever we can have one sort of uh lots of our guys are like many high schools uh they're playing on various club basketball teams and and that's what it's what's important as long as they're sure. playing getting better but uh you know, in the short three and a half weeks that we had, we start coming together really well. I thought as as a team, I'm excited about them. Have some great kids, and uh, very looking forward to uh, the challenge over at uh, Fort Collins High School. Young, guy, a young bunch of guys. Better for you to come in with a with a younger group than a senior laden group when you're. It's your first year as the head coach. Well, you know, it it varies. Uh, I when when I went uh, to Rocky my first year, I had a senior laden group, uh-huh. and and it was like a gift to walk into those guys that were just hungry, ready to play, and ready to conquer. Uh, this, I think, there's some uh, advantages too, and you you try to take the positive out of both sides. But yes, we're going to be able to spend a lot of time together. We do not have. You know, a lot of seniors. Uh, Jade Nieto, uh, senior point guard, is just a terrific player and uh, love being around him this summer. And then everybody else is really young, uh, sophomores and juniors, and uh, uh, see a lot of promise in them, see a lot of growth that I know that will develop. So uh, it's going to be kind of fun to have uh, the same team, you know, minus one or two guys for two years in a row. Bruce, talk about your, uh, before we let you go here, talk about your uh, Beyond Sports, what you're doing with the individual training and uh, any camps, any any clinics, anything like that coming up that we should uh, point our ears towards? Oh, we have a great shooting camp scheduled next week, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, grades 1 through 5 is going to be 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock at Power to Play. And then uh, our middle school, high school shooting camp is those same days. The 13th, 14th, those sessions run uh, from 10.30 to 12.30. And, uh, hey, kids that want to learn how to shoot the ball correctly, improve their shot by making, making some, uh, in, in some cases, major adjustments, in some cases, just minor tweaks, you know, to get them to be just a better shooter, uh, both stationary, off the dribble, off the pass. And that's what we'll be doing next week at Power to Play. 
All right. I, I thank you so much. I know you're busy. You're right in the middle of well, a... Well, I'm actually doing a training right now. You are, yes. Uh, a, a one-on-one. I said, we're going to take about a seven-minute <laughs> break here. And... Uh, and and I think he actually kind of welcomed it because uh, it was a little huffing and puffing going on. Good, you know. But uh, uh, it's it's fun working with kids privately and in small groups, and uh, just great to see the improvement kids can make. Uh, you know, with instruction and that work ethic that they provide themselves. Bruce, real quick, where can people go uh, on your website and uh, or phone number? How can they get in touch with you if they want to uh, have that great teaching? Uh, phone number first, 303-908-0405. Website is beyondsportscamps.com. Excellent. All, one, all no spaces, Beyond Sports Camps. Love what, you, love what you do, man. Thank you uh, for not, not just everything you've done with me here at the station for friendship and, and just for being a great role model for our kids and, and a, great, uh, a great mentor for our youngsters out there, man. Thank oh, you so Clark, much. Thank you. You're always so nice, and I appreciate it. All right. There is uh, Bruce Dick, a friend, a, a workmate here this year, and uh, one of the best basketball minds in uh, the history of the state of Colorado. So, uh, so much fun for me to talk about Bruce and, and light him up. But even a better, I said that about Logan Mosier. I love this when they're, they're such great in what they do. Logan being an athlete, Bruce being an incredible coach and teacher, and they're even better people. Good stuff. Uh, Bruce Dick right there. All right, we'll come back in a moment. Steve Longwell, the Eaton Reds Ed, uh, AD, jumps on with us real quick. Uh, talk about the success of the program and a little bit about the fact that uh, we happen to change all these names, but the Reds are going to keep their name. Just the Eaton Reds. Just get rid of the the logo that has the fighting Indian dude. So uh, pretty good. All right, we'll come back in a moment. Wrap it up from the Auto Collision Specialist Studios on Preps Midweek. Northern Colorado's Voice 1310 KFKA. It's a party in Northern Colorado's voice. 1310 KFKA. The Block Party, Wednesdays from 4 to 10 p.m. All right, welcome back to the program. Auto Collision Specialist Studios here, Preps Midweek. What KFK is blowing up right now, folks. I mean, you just, there's just one place to put your dial, 1310 a.m., Brian Gary, 30 years uh, over at uh, K99 with uh, Brian and Todd. Um, Brian Gary's coming to KFKA. This is going to be two hours of fun every single afternoon, folks. Three to five in the afternoon, the 19th, we kick that off. So uh, stick around. Uh, That's going to be so much fun. And uh, how about Jerry Schimmel coming to to KFKA as well to do uh, UNC basketball and football? Uh, Schimmel, man, that's – when I moved here in 93 from California – that was uh, he was broadcasting for the Nuggets at that time, and no no disrespect to Kaz, Jason Kosminski, who's terrific announcer, twenty three, twenty four, twenty five years almost for for Kaz now, but uh, it was Schimmel before that. It, I think Jerry's the best announcer the Nuggets have ever had, and we have the pleasure of having him uh, jump aboard here at uh, at KFK. I can't wait uh, because he's one of those guys again. This seems to be the uh, the mode of the show here. Great. 
at his profession. I mean, unbelievable at his profession, but even a better human, man. That's good stuff. Uh, cannot. I've not met Jerry. I can't wait to meet him. But I've met Brian. Uh, you're going to get a handful with uh, Brian Gary. So all that coming up here on KFK. We're, uh, we're killing it, folks. So this is the place to go. Uh, zero question about that. All right. Uh, our last segment here. We just got a few minutes of the Steve Longwell interview. Let's get to that, and then you can pick it up on podcast if you want to. Um, Steve, the uh, AD at Eaton, here is that interview. Steve, how are you? I'm doing great. I uh, appreciate you having me on, Clark. A- absolutely. Giving a Tanner a little rest today, so he's under the weather. But uh, um, let's talk about this. Uh, this has just been a crazy run. I mean, you get to be an athletic director at any school. You probably never think you're going to get a run like this. But uh, from the wrestling team uh, clocking off a state championship uh, uh, 2020, uh, 2020 season, rocking all the way through this thing uh, this year, what, five titles? Is that right? Yeah, five titles. It's uh, that's pretty extraordinary, uh, unbelievable. Yeah, crazy, crazy good stuff, no doubt. And and then maybe didn't I hear uh, the there were some individual titles at at uh, track and field this year too? Uh, yeah, we did have one individual title in the uh, girls sprint medley relay, so that was pretty awesome as well. Absolutely. Um, talk to me. How nervous are you during a game? Let's get to let's. I mean, we, we all look at the athletic directors and go, okay, this is this a walk in the park for them. I'm nervous calling a game. I know the kids have butterflies on the field when you're watching. Let's say the Reds, for example, the uh, the uh, baseball team that just won the state championship. When Mosier's out there on the hill and you're getting ready to claim a state title, nerve wracking for you. Oh, they're all nerve-wracking for me. <laughs> um, you know, I, I look at all, all these guys and, and gals that are competing for us is, are like they're my kids, and, sure. and I get nervous for them, and I want to see them be successful, and I want to see our coaches be successful. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a nervous wreck, actually, even in a regular season game. What is the – and I know you can't just put a, a numerical value or, or find an exact answer for the success, but my goodness gracious, it, it's an unbelievable coaching staff at Eaton. Um, you've done an, a fantastic job putting this thing together. Um, isn't that what it's all about, though, when you lead is getting the right people underneath in, in a great program like this? Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's the biggest key, I think, uh, for any school and any uh, athletic program is making sure you have the right people in place and then longevity, making sure you can sure. keep that staff together and keep them there. You know, if you're changing coaches every couple of years, you're not going to have any consistency. So that's been a bonus and a plus for us at Eaton High School. You know, we've got staff in place in all of our sports that have been here quite a while. Todd Hernandez, who is the who is the coach of the uh, state champion Reds baseball team, longtime girls basketball coach here, but a baseball guy. I mean, he grew up playing in the Red system. His dad was a coach uh, with uh, Jim Danley uh, getting in there, a volunteer coach, I believe. Um, but uh, talk about that. Talk about uh, this. Uh, this what it, what it is to be an Eaton Red, first of all, and and. How big it was for Todd Hernandez to get this win? I mean, this is this. It kind of signals. Okay, this was the Danley Eleven titles. This is the first one for Todd. That's a bit of a handoff of the uh, kind of of the uh, of the, uh, the the all the weapons and everything. It's just kind of the the move to to the new era with Todd Hernandez. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, it was it was special for Coach All right. Andy. There is yeah. our interview yeah. with uh, Steve Longwell. You want to pick that up, go to the podcast, folks, at uh, Preps Midweek, uh, 1310th KFK Preps Midweek. You'll hit it. You'll see it. It's uh, first thing it'll pop up. Thank you so much to Logan Mosier, man. He was fantastic. Good luck going to you, Mary. Uh, Bruce Dick, of course, uh, our friend and uh, the new basketball coach at uh, Fort Collins High School, and Steve Longwell, the AD at Eaton High School. Everybody, have a great night. 1310 KFK.